What we'll be doing today is basically just a general introduction as you always do about the book itself, about uh, the, 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 the characters and uh, the, 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 the dividing the book into several parts and into uh, what is this to us. And, uh, and we'll see, we'll watch that uh, Bible project a uh, few minutes uh, video also, just about seven, eight minutes that we can watch it together, kind of give us an idea about uh, uh, what's happening. And then uh, just give you an idea to kind of, you know, start contemplating about it, start thinking about it, start praying about it. What what is this all about? And then, uh, God willing, from from next uh, week, we'll 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 start with chapter one. Uh, I think if we look at the 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 book itself, we probably uh, we're not gonna go verse by verse as we did in the New Testament. But it's actually, uh, if you look at the book itself, it's probably more of uh an outline of again like events itself so each chapter we might like cover one chapter at a time uh because that's like an one chunk of event sometimes there are probably uh, uh two chapters to get together that they are covering certain uh event or certain area so we'll just go through that you know if we can probably take maybe 13, 14 sessions with that to cover it's all 24 chapters. So we'll see how far we can go. And uh, a lot of times we just stop in the middle and if we're stopping at something, we'll just keep talking about it. We'll just let it let it be this way. Uh, but again, I, I really hope and pray that enjoyed the, the, uh, the study of Galatians together. And, uh, and I think it's actually a continuation of that. If you want to look at it from this view that Galatians is all again about the victory that we have in Christ. And without Christ, we cannot have this victory. You know, Joshua is, is pretty much the application of that, of that victory, the application of that victory. And you look at Joshua from the beginning, and as you will see in the text itself later on, the first thing that, uh, that, that God is, is, is uh, preparing Joshua to right away, the first thing that he tells him is, Moses is dead. <laughs> okay, like, imagine you're about to take on a huge huge task and a huge leadership. And the first thing that the Lord is telling you is, uh, is, is, is confirming and reminding him with the fact that no more Moses, no more Moses. You're not, you're, in a way you're on your own, but definitely as he catch up with him later on, you are not on your own. So it's just a beautiful, I think it's a beautiful book to, to study together. Again, the victory that we have, especially if we are in the 50 joyful days after the resurrection and we have all the victory of the resurrection, how we can use this to fight with it and to claim. You know, as, as I was reading this, you know, as an introduction to the book, also there were three things that, that Joshua did in order for him to, to uh, claim that victory that he has. Number one, knowing that God is all powerful. Right, if, if, if you if you if you if you if you know again, if you have any idea about Joshua from before, you see that he witnessed all those events. Right, he witnessed how the ten plagues. He witnessed how he God, you know, struck the the rock and there's water. He witnessed how God gave him the power, how he split the sea, how all those things. So one thing that is always in his mind that God is all powerful. Number two that he always had in his mind also that God is faithful in his promises. So he heard the promises that were given to, to, to uh, 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 his fathers and his grandfathers. And he knew that this is happening, even though it took a while, but he is faithful. He keeps his promises. He keeps his promises. So number one, he is, 
he is all powerful. Number two, he keeps his promises. Number three, he believed that always God will be always with him. He will never leave. And that was the promise from the beginning. I will always be with you. Do not be dismayed. I will never leave you. So those three things, I think they were the key for Joshua to take on this task and this leadership. After God reminds him face to face again, to tell him what? No more Moses. <laughs> no more Moses. Moses is dead. Not a good start, <laughs> you know. And as you will see from before, always, always Moses was, was in the field, in the battle, and Joshua was in the tent praying, right? So Joshua was, was like behind the scene, behind the scene. But for him to, 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 to move on with those three things, I think they're very, very, very important to realize that this is what he held on. And that was like the key for those three things. And I think those are the three things that are key for every one of us to claim that victory. Knowing that God all powerful, no doubt. He can do whatever, he can do everything. Knowing that he keeps his promises, even if it goes on beyond the time that they're expecting, even if it's after 40 years in the wilderness, even if after a whole generation that was wiped off the earth, but God keeps his promises. And number three, which is very, very important that he knew that God told him, I will never leave you alone. I will always be with you. I will always be with you. No matter what you go, no matter where you're at, you'll do this. Yes. No, it was it was Moses and and uh, Aaron. I'm just switch this one second. Okay, we're, we're on. Always remember that those things are the things that, that uh, he held on to in order to, to uh, claim that victory, to claim that victory. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll start the, 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 the video first of all right now and we'll share it together. And then we will uh, move on with, with, with that also. I'm trying to. So, does it show right now or not? Okay.
Oh, I know why. One second. I got it. Hold on. The book of Joshua. Let's back up and remember the story so far. So God chose Abraham, and then his family became the people of Israel, who are then enslaved down in Egypt. Is it working now? So through Moses, God rescued Israel out of Egypt. He made a covenant with them at Mount Sinai, and he brought them through the wilderness. So Israel then camped outside the promised land, and Moses called them to obey God's command so that they could show all the other nations what God was like. The book of Joshua picks up right after Moses has died, and Israel's ready to enter the land. So the story of Joshua is designed with four main movements. Joshua first leaves Israel into the promised land, and then once they're there, they meet all this hostility from the Canaanites, and so they engage them in battle. Then after their victories, Joshua divides up the promised land as the inheritance for the 12 tribes, and then the book concludes with these final speeches that Joshua gives to his people. So let's dive in and we'll see how all of it flows together. The first section begins with Moses' death, and Joshua is appointed as Israel. One second.
Okay, so I don't know if you were able to 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 uh, follow the video or not, but it's basically again uh, it brings up several questions. To be honest with you, and again, the first one that we always hear, you know, how brutal the God of the Old Testament is, and how he gives those instructions to go and to uh, destroy and to kill and to wipe out everything from the earth and everything. And then other times he doesn't do that also. And as it says here, you know, one thing to remember is how, how, uh, uh, corrupt were the, 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 the neighbors and the people who were inhabiting that land first. So the idea is not to, to, as, as it says in, 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 the, in the video, the idea is actually more of, of protecting the people and protecting the nation that he is uh, trying to put together for one reason at the end, out of this nation will come who? The Messiah, Christ, right? So uh, what do you think? What else kind of gets your attention as we are watching the, 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 the overview of the, of the book of Joshua? Yes, David. Right. right. Yes. 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 No. Right. Right. There is no. Right. There is no hope in those in, in, in these people that are so much corrupted to the point that we you know starting all over again in a way. <clears throat> Definitely. One thing that I got my attention actually when he was talking about the 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 angel of the Lord who appeared to Joshua and said, neither, right? Like, are you to us or to against us, right? Like neither, which is again, it's it's not a matter. As, he's, as it says very, very, very clear in the video that the, the battle is for the Lord. It's not you, it's not them. It's not you and it's not them, it's me, right? I think that, that kind of like uh, stood out to me also as a very, very good reminder that, uh, that before he moves on, he has that encounter, which we believe that this is one of the operation of the second hypostasis uh, of, 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 of God himself, where he, the angel of the Lord, the army, the angel, the commander of the army of the Lord coming to him and, 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 and giving him that, uh, renewal of the of the promise again, the renewal of the trust, and remember the battle is for the Lord. Just go and do what I will give you. What else? Yes, I'll be. <laughs> Yes. Yes, that's a very good point, Albert. So Albert is saying again that it's uh, it's uh, it's in a way uh, a way of, of shows the, the the or God is trying to make uh, Joshua more humble, right? <laughs> like, are you with me? <laughs> you know? Are you going to help me to defeat? Like, no, no, no. It's not about you. It's not about you at all. So it's a very good point of actually bringing down actually to 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 the the reality of no, it's not you. It's not you. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the one that one um, 
Right. 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 It's not because you're good or you or you are entitled to do that or you going to lead my people and uh, and lead the battles and win and everything. <clears throat> it actually reminds me of of something in 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 uh, the life of David. <laughs> when he was running away from from uh, Saul and uh, and at one point the first people who uh, got uh, surrounded him the 400 people the beginning of the army of David they were all what outcasters those who had that those who were oppressed those who were nothing but they all gathered and looked at David as the one that will be the leader for them right and we were actually just watching that the true of, of, of the life of David in, in, in Lancaster in, uh, in Philadelphia. And uh, in a very funny way during the, the, the show, David is like, like mocking God and mocking himself and saying, are these the people who are you giving me? <laughs> like, <laughs> he didn't find anybody better than those. Some kind of, some, some bunch of, 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 uh, of uh, gangsters and outcasters and, 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 and people for me to, be, to become the mighty army of David. But actually that, those became the mighty army of David, as we know. And they're all named by name, right? By name, those are the mighty valor of David's army who were able to do that. In the beginning, it makes you, and David himself, like, what, are you giving me a bunch of, of losers to fight with? Right? So in the same way here, you know, the, 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 that, that, and you can see this throughout the book of Joshua, that idea of, again, you know, no matter who you are, you're still nothing, right? And actually that comes from even something that's very important also, and sometimes you're not aware of it. You know, anybody knows what was, you know, what was the name of Joshua before he became Joshua? <laughs> or anybody noticed that Joshua has a name change? So in, in the book of Numbers, Numbers 13, verse 8, his name was Hoshea, which is salvation. But then Moses changed his name to Yahusha, which is Yahuwah Yasha, the Lord's saves or the salvation is from the lord jehovah is salvation so uh similar hosea hoshea who which is salvation yes yes but but interestingly and 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 a lot of not a lot of people notice that and pick this up from the from the Bible that Joshua's name wasn't always Joshua. <laughs> right? He was Hoshea, and then Moses changed him uh, to uh, Jehovah is salvation, the, which is actually the Hebrew name of what of Jesus, Yeshua, Yeshua, Jesus. Right. So this is very 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 important also line throughout the book to, to understand that you know joshua was again was a slave that was born in egypt as a slave 
right? But he was able to, to, to uh, follow and to go and to, to become again, uh, you know, uh, 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 learning from Moses and learning from all the events and happening to this to the point that at one point he was actually, God said that you are the one that will lead my people into the promised land. One of the things that I was reading is like when, when, when his parents named him salvation, they were bearing witness and hoping on the salvation that will come, right? But when Moses changed his name, what is the implication of Moses changed his name from salvation into Jehovah is salvation, Yahuwah, Yasha? What do you think? Okay. Um, because I think Joshua needed a, a, a little bit of that naming um, process. Yes. Um, after yes. You know, battling and you know, yeah, a strong warrior in the, on the battlefield. Right. Right. More of more of again the 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 the, the stressing on the idea that it is God. Another thing that's very important in the life of Joshua also before we start the book itself is Joshua was the firstborn of his father, son of Nun, Yeshua ibn Nun, right? Joshua, the son of Nun. He was from the tribe of Ephraim and was the firstborn. That means that if he was in Egypt at that time with the firstborn, he was actually supposed to, to be killed, but he was protected by the, by the blood, right? So again, all those things, you just keep, keep this in mind as we, as we look into Joshua and look at, at the book of Joshua, right? No, not no, not new, but he experienced that. And I'm sure he was told that over and over and over again, right? Every time they celebrated the, the, the Passover, like you were going to be, you were redeemed by the blood, right? So it's, this is very, very important also to keep, to keep in mind. That, that, that he experienced that firsthand. He was supposed to be killed, but he was redeemed by the blood that was on the uh, door uh, on the night of the Passover. Um, again, as we said, those three things in the beginning, that, that he knew that God is almighty, is all power. He knew that God's promises are always there. And he knew that God gave him the promise that I will never leave you alone, right? And you think of those three things again, as I said earlier, these are very, very important things to, for us to remember that, you know, this is how we remain in the victory, right? Because why? I mean, again, if you look at, I was reading something about this, it said like, instead of being victorious army of the Lord, we walk as we are prisoners of the war, right? See, see the, the difference in, in the view between an army who is victorious and walking with all the, the pride and all the power and all the joy and all the, the strength and bunch of prisoners of war that been dragged, chained and walking in shame and walking in guilt and walking in, in, in beaten from being because they, they lost the battle, right? But sometimes it feels like actually during this time, especially during this time, we walk like we are prisoners of war for so much, you know, being dragged, right? How often do we really walk as the victorious? And that's why I said, you know, the studying Joshua during this time is very, very beautiful being, you know, carried 
with, with the power of the resurrection and the victory of the, of the resurrection that we have. Okay? And how we can keep that mindset and we really, that changes the way we, we, we function. And again, you see throughout the book, as you will see that there are many times that they, they, they were defeated. They did wrong things as it says in the video, right? But the beauty that they were able to, to come back again with Joshua, again, he was the one that kind of like, okay, how can you do this? How can you do this? This is not who we are. Let's move on. Let's go on. Let's so that that the the the, the character of uh, the salvation is or Jehovah's salvation that is being uh, uh, reminded or he's reminding the people all the time with with something like that. Um, with 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 the, the the other sheet of papers that we have, and I will share this with, with you guys also. Um, you know the. Just, just take notes if you want, you know, the div dividing the, the book itself from, from one to five is the commissioning the leader and preparing the people. So from chapter one to five is more of commissioning the leader and preparing the people. Okay. Six to nine and 10 to 12. So from six to 12 is the conquering the enemy, a series of battles, right? Uh, uh, again, Jericho in chapter six, uh, the defeat of I in seven, victory of I in eight, the Gibeonites in nine, the Southern campaign in 10, Northern campaign 11, summary by the Kings in 12. So that's from six to 12 kind of series of, of uh, battles. This is in the second page, second paper, which is, uh, uh, maybe I can hold it for you here also guys, if you wanna take a screenshot or something like this, just kind of know where we at. So this is again, uh, one to six. The first passage is preparing the leader, preparing the people, six to 12 series of, of battles. Uh, and then uh, after this dividing the spoil, the, 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 from 13 till about 22, uh, like distribution of the land. Like here we have the land, now you distribute the land between the tribes of Israel. And as I said, it can sound like it's very, very, very boring, but actually there is a lot of, of uh, things to contemplate about as we get to those chapters. Um, phase, like three phases, phase one, uh, Reuben, Gad, and, Manasseh, and half Manasseh. Phase two, Benjamin, uh, Simeon, Zebulun, Issachar, Asher, Naphtali, Dan, and Joshua. And then, uh, and, and then, sorry, and then phase three uh, comes something that's very, very important. We probably talked about it maybe briefly, but other group talked about it a lot which is the idea of the cities of refuge uh, in, in, uh, in, verse, in chapter 20 and then uh, 21, the towns of the Levites, the town of the priests, and then uh, more threat in chapter 22, and then comes chapter 23 and 24, more of warning the victors, like as it says in the video here, more of the conclusion, the final summary and the teaching of Joshua to his people. To his people. So it's, it's a very, very kind of also easy to follow kind of uh, chart as far as dividing the, the book itself and, uh, and uh, uh, knowing uh, the, the, the line of it. Definitely, definitely, as we are studying this, we can never forget that this is all about, again, about Christ and about his kingdom, right? So again, why do we have to go through all those historical and, and, and uh, events and battles and stuff like that. Again, it's not, as we always say, the Bible is not a history book, right? So looking and going into the details of this, as you will see that, that 
you see that there is an actual reason behind it and it's very, very applicable also to our lives as we see step by step. So again, uh, in preparation of this, you know, you, you look at Joshua as the new leader that God is preparing him. Uh, he's preparing him to be a leader, preparing him to be a soldier and preparing him to be a servant also, right? So you see this throughout the book. Joshua, the, the leader, Joshua, the soldier, and Joshua, the servant, who's serving his people and uh, protecting them and bringing them uh, to, to this. Remember also one of the things that we have to remember that Joshua at one point was what? One of two or one of, of, of how many? If you remember the story. Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Ephni. Who are those people? The spies, exactly. The two that came back and said, we will possess the land. And the other 10 said, what? No way. That promise will never happen. Right? So this is very important point also to keep in mind. right? And that's why those two are the only two from that generation who were able to enter the promised land. Joshua and Caleb. Something that's very, very unique and very, very important to look at it. Again, they're all together, went together as a group of spies, right? And they all had the same promise. And all they all had the, just, they were going not to see if this is okay or not. They were going to just make sure that this is actually to, to plan the thing. It's not, they, they didn't, they shouldn't have had a say whether, okay, yes, we can go or not. Because that was already determined from God himself, right? But some of them said, no way. They are strong, they are tall, they are huge, right? And the two said, no, we will. And that caused a huge division within the people of Israel at the time, right? So another thing to remember as we look at this, that he actually was one of the spies, right? And he saw and he believed. And he brought in the cluster and the couldn't hold it together and then you know, coming back and said, yes, we will possess the land, we'll take the land. Um, and finally, Joshua as the new Moses, right? Because in a way, which is kind of unique also the way God prepared him to do that, because you see the series of events, the, 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 prom, the series of important events that happened to Joshua, to Moses happened also to Joshua, right? The, the, the splitting or crossing the Jordan as he crossed, right? The, 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 the battles, the uh, leading the people and all those things, right? Uh, as if he's saying, yes, Moses is not there, but the God who worked in Moses, is the same God that can work with you and the same God that can work with each one of us also to, to lead into that uh, promised land. So this, these are just like a, an overview of, of, uh, of uh, the book. Uh, before we get into it again, uh, I don't think we'll get into it as verse by verse or, you know, word by word, but uh, definitely, you know, there are certain events that has to be all uh, covered in one time and, and see the, the, the circumstances surrounding it and then move on to that. Uh, if you want to have a head start and just read and maybe do your homework, search, uh, look at it and see what's the background and uh, go ahead. Again, it's, uh, it's 24 chapters. We'll, uh, we'll uh, try to cover them and then maybe, maybe again, uh, 13 uh, sessions or so, uh, hopefully to, uh, 
to 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 get into that. Again, one last thing that I want to say about about. Uh, Joshua, that the, the, we've, we've been taught that Joshua is the book of victory uh, in the Old Testament that uh, equals the book of Ephesians in the New Testament. So Ephesians in the New Testament, the epistle of St. Paul to the Ephesians is the, the, the epistle of victory, the armor of God, right? The, the blessings that we have in God, the wealth that we have in God, which is very much corresponding to actually the wealth that the people of Israel had in the promised land in the old testament so it's kind of like a both kind of parallel to each other we can you can look into it uh, into that way also um think that should be a good enough uh, intro for for the book we'll start next uh, week god willing with uh, chapter one and we'll go through it and uh, again i think it really helps if you read ahead and if you have your you know your points your your plans your questions kind of line them up and then we can actually uh, go through it and cover it and praying first of all before anything that pray that we we all learn we all add something as as you've been saying that god will add, give us something more and more to know more about about what we have the the, the wealth and the victory that we have in christ uh, the the new joshua the same joshua same name but new definitely god himself is okay any questions or comments All right. Uh, sorry if the of the if the YouTube didn't work out fine for you guys online, but uh, I sent you the link. So uh, if you weren't able to watch it, just go ahead again. Just it's eight minutes, uh, nice video, kind of break down the whole book and uh, gives you an idea of uh, what are we doing in the next few weeks. Godwin. Okay. Six thirty next time. Uh, Vespers to seven, seven to eight. The Bible study, and uh, we'll continue with that. All right, let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, my God, and the Lord Jesus, and we pray together, our Father who art in heaven. May the love of God the Father, grace of His only begotten Son, the communion of the Holy Spirit with you. Go in peace. Peace be with you all. Amen. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you.